to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests to talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is someone who puts on a suit and flies around a lot. Hey, hi, it's me, Pooja. <laughs> yes. So today we're going to be talking about uh, talking about a, a flyboy that I that I happen to like. And by fly boy, I mean fly old man. Uh, vulture. Welcher. Okay. V- vulture. Vulture. <laughs> <Not> welcher. <laughs> I, was- <laughs> I was like, Welcher. <laughs> so confidently, I was like, I totally got that name right. Even though it sounds so strange. Vulture. Yes. Okay. So do you know who Vulture is? Um, it's like a type of bird. Uh... Uh, so I'm assuming it's, like, a guy who's, like, maybe it's, like, a mutant that's, like, half bird. Uh, that's a, that's a future vulture. No, oh. this is, well, what, what do you think he looks like? Um, if he's not a mutant, then he's a guy who dresses up in a vulture-type suit. Yeah, oh, okay, yep, 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 there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I was partially right, almost. Uh, he's, you know, he's just the classic, uh, Spider-Man villain, green morph suit, has the wings. I remember him from Spider-Man now. Yeah, so, he's old, looks like he's yelling at someone to get off his, get off his uh, lawn. Get out of my nest. That Um, kind of stuff. Yeah, so, his real name is Adrian Toomes. Adrian, interesting. Adrian does not sound like an old man name. I've never heard of... Mm-hmm. It had to come from somewhere. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. uh, probably just not something that I've ever heard on an old man. That name. <laughs> so, uh, his occupation is former electronics engineer, Ooh. now professional criminal. Oh, wow. Okay. Another another STEM engineer... Like, Villain, I guess. I feel like yep. I've, um, I've been on another episode where there was another, like, that where the tinker, you know, was like that kind of a thing. Um, he, uh, his identity is publicly known, so everyone can say, hey, that's Adrian Toomes flying around there. Um, he has a, he's a citizen of the United States with a criminal record. No other aliases. Okay. Was born on Staten Island, New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, a widower. Aw, that sucks. And his only known relative is Makaili. Uh, Ma- uh, sorry, not Malachi. Malachi. Hmm. Malachi. Malachi. Tombs. Malachi. Yeah. Tombs. Okay. Who is his nephew? Who is also dead? Oh no! His whole family's gone. It's just super dead. Yeah. That sucks. That's what you get. I guess that's maybe, is that like why he's in his life of crime? Everybody just died and he's like, screw this. I'm going to be a villain. Well, we'll get into it a little bit more, but he definitely has a sad life. Oh. Um, his uh, group affiliation is former, former member of the uh, Sinister Six. And he first showed up in the same issue as the Tinker. Oh, okay. Yeah, issue number two cool. of Amazing Spider-Man. 
And there's also more people who took up the name Vulture, but he's the main one. Okay. So. He's the OG. Yeah, he's the OG. So, yeah, so that issue being Amazing Spider-Man issue number two. Mm Mm-hmm. Released on uh, May 1963, Duel to the Death of the Vulture, or the Uncanny Threat of the Terrible Tinkerer. Oh, <clears throat> that sounds familiar. Yeah, that's because that's, that's the same one we we did last time you were on. Yeah. One of the same ones, so. Yeah. <laughs> Adrian Toomes was an elect- electronics engineer and inventor who founded with Gregory Bessman a small electronics firm of Bessman and Toombs Electronics. With Bessman holding uh sorry, with Bessman handling a bulk of the young firm's administrative and business affairs, Toombs devoted himself with a pet project, an electro a, a electromagnetically powered harness which would enable the a wearer to fly like a bird. At one point, Toombs uh, discovered that Bestman was lying about him about the firm's profit and has been effectively stealing uh, Toombs' share. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it is super mean. Super mean, like, yeah. you know. What gives, man? Just screwing your partner over? Okay. Yeah, that's not good. Why, why are you being a greedy capitalist? I know, right? Well, they're, they're both being greedy capitalists. Well, you could you but, could still open you could still open a like it's it's possible to like you know do more of a co-op type thing within capitalism. Yeah. Um So Yeah, I mean it's just like uh very strange to like just screw over your partner, I guess. Like yeah. and when they're both like I I just assume that they're both bo- the boss. So I was like, yeah, screw those guys already. Yeah. Um, Well, he discovered. Well, so when Toombs physically confronted Bestman, he discovered that exposure to his uh, electromagnetic harness granted him superhuman strength. Ooh. And upon being threatened by Toombs, he threw him out of the company and he had no legal recourse because the papers he signed years before put the business entirely in Bestman's name. Oh. That's not a good thing. That's not yeah. smart. Why did you do that? Already an old man, Toombs used what meager savings he had to retire to a farm in Staten Island where he continued to work on his flying harness. Mm-hmm. Realizing the potential for his revenge that his flying harness and superhuman strength granted him, he created the identity of the Vulture for the purposes of terrorizing Bestman. Oh, revenge. Vulture ravaged the Bestman Bestman Plant's offices, hoping to find some legally incriminating evidence against his former partner. Finding none. Oh. uh, The Vulture vandalized and robbed the plant, enjoying the thrill and the apparently easy rewards of thievery. (laughs) So he was like, screw this guy, I'm I'm gonna mess up his office. And then he was like, actually... Just stealing stuff is actually pretty great. I actually don't mind it. <laughs> like I could, I could get a lot of money for like maybe like ten minutes worth of work, and then yeah. you know, be set for a while. 
Yeah. This is pretty great. <laughs> Feeling is good, guys. As as I as like um as I keep on wanting to make the outro uh, to be uh be gay do crimes. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> But he's not doing the be gay part, but you know, yeah, it's you know just the do crimes part. Fifty fifty like, you know, one out of two. Yeah. Ain't bad. You know, fifty yeah. percent. That's alright. That's that's halfway there. Yeah. So the battle, so the Vulture had since battled and defeated the Crossjube crime fighter Spider-Man several times. Uh, the two other men, the two other men has also assumed the identity of the Vulture. Uh, Blackie Drago, who was one of the Vulture's uh, cellmates during his term in the Benisonable Prison. Mm-hmm. Drago was fascinated with the vulture and wanted to take over the entity. Oh. Um, he befriended and gained the confidence of Tombs, mm-hmm. and he arranged an accident in the prison uh, machine shop where Tombs worked in, mm-hmm. in, in which Tombs suffered apparent fatal injuries oh, no. on yeah. his deathbed. I hope you could hear me italicize it also. Qu- quotation marks. Yeah, the quotation marks tone. Yeah. Uh, uh, but on Tombs's deathbed, uh, Tombs told Drago the secret location of an extra vulture outfit oh. so he could become the vulture upon his death. Uh-huh. Uh, escape prison and seek vengeance against Spider-Man. Oh. Uh, so Drago did, ultimately modifying it to add a helmet with a built-in shortwave receiver. Okay. Uh, un, unskilled at using the flying device, he was easily defeated by Spider-Man and sent back to prison. Well, suck. Yeah, and then that suit was uh, confiscated and placed in on an exhibit in a city museum. Oh. So imagine being defeated so hard. They they literally make a museum exhibit out of it. They take away your clothes and put put put, it up to, put them up to display. Like this loser, <laughs> we took his clothes. <laughs> we took his clothes, and now we have him as a trophy to commemorate how much of a loser he was. So when Tombs heard of Drago's failure, uh, his will to recover surged, and he then escaped prison. Oh wow! During a staged fire, um. Then he fled to Staten, his Staten Island workshop and built a new ma- electromagnetic harness and costume. Uh, during uh, Once again, Tombs stole the costume that Drago wore from the museum. Um, and then he helped Drago escape from prison and gave him the stolen vulture outfit so they can both fight. Oh, teamwork. Um, well, by both fight, I mean, like, he wanted to fight oh, Drago. Other. Okay. Yeah, so it's just like, you know, we're going to fight for pink slips. Okay. Um, you know, I get the name. Okay. It was like a fight for, okay. For, yeah. Fight for intellectual property, right? Pretty much. <laughs> uh, Drago was defeated by Tombs. Uh, consequently, he disavowed the claim to the... Uh, Vulture identity and went back to prison. 
Oh, okay. So he was like, damn, I lost. Okay, I'm going back to jail now, bye. <laughs> I have no reason to live, bye. <laughs> damn. So the only other person to hold the identity of Vulture was Dr. Clinton Chalet oh. of the Empire State University Biophysics Department. Okay. Uh, his body was mutated in the form that resembled Adrian Toomes, but possessed natural wings and flight capable uh, flight capability as a result of an experiment of a biomutation uh, that Chalet performed on himself. Uh, Spider-Man defeated him in battle, forced him to reverse the biomutation process, and then basically... You know, said like stop it, and then he did. So, so biomutation, like he like did a vulture, vulture DNA type of situation, and then yeah. Spider-Man said don't, and then he and he had to like unvulture himself. Yeah, just plucking out the feathers one by one. <laughs> <laughs> is what I'm imagining. So, so Tombs is currently the only person who holds the vulture identity. Cool. And he's also currently in prison. Okay. So, so he first. So he. Sorry. Um. So he is five eleven. Weighs one seventy five. Has hazel eyes and and he's bald. Oh, well, he's bigger than me. So that's intimidating. Yeah. Still. <laughs> yeah, he has like he has like that old man strength as well. Yeah. And by old man strength, that means he has superhuman strength. Yeah. Old, superman superhuman old man's strength. Yeah. That's Which is a little diminished because he is an older man. Yeah. Um he he can do it in short bursts. As long as it doesn't strain his back too much. Yeah. Uh so when he is wearing the harness, he can lift about seven hundred pounds, like really easily. Whoa. So which is which is pretty good for someone his age. Yeah, that's that's really good. Yeah. Um when wearing his harness, uh he possesses a strength and vitality and athletic prowess of superhuman at what is superhuman levels for a man his age? Mm-hmm. We don't know how or why <laughs> though. <laughs> It's just like it's a harness that was made for flight, right? Yeah. Yeah. So somehow, somehow it gives him super strength on top of that. But was it so? Somehow he built that in, and they just don't explain how. Well, magnetism in the Marvel universe can do just about anything. Oh. So. so it's like, I guess he just like tapped into that like magical, BS magic magnetism powers, <laughs> and was just like, well, guess guess I'm a. Uh, I guess I'm a young man now <laughs> while we're at this. It's like, yeah, it's like Marvel predates Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Vulture's a brilliant electronics engineer, and he's real good <laughs> at, like, inventing, so he often will just have, like, you know, weapons and whatnot. Cool. Um, speaking of those weapons, he, you know, he has the suit, mm-hmm. and he, you know, flaps his arms like a... Uh, like a bird. Hell yeah. And he can fly. And he can fly at up to 95 miles an hour for up to six hours without uh, without tiring. That is 
really good. I mean, I don't know much about how flight works because I um, just started learning to fly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that sounds impressive. From he can also sorry. No, go ahead. No, he can also um, glide. Oh, like a like for a, like like a vulture. Yeah, like a he glide for a pretty, pretty long time. Mm-hmm. He's also pretty. He also has a high degree of precision when he flies. Oh, so like it's very easy for him to like yo. There's a window that I can fit through if I put my arms down. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna fly through it, and he can just do it without you know crashing. Interesting. That sounds that sounds very like hawk like or bird of prey more than a vulture. Well, does him being able to turn, spin, fly upside down, and perform mid, uh, mid-air acrobatics sound like a vulture either? Not, not really. Yeah, he that does sound. He does have like a hawk-like, cause like, cause like vultures are more for like the long haul. Yeah. Um, they're not known for. I mean, they're known to be able to fly as well as a bird normally should be able to. But like it's like yeah. the hawks, like the raptors, that are um, more um, built for like that, that precision stuff. Right. Yeah. Like vultures, they like they can like hang for like a long time in the air, but um, otherwise, since they just get carcasses, I wouldn't expect them to be like super agile. Especially they're like do you think- pretty bulky, from what I've seen. Do you think? Do you think that he also like when he eats people, he starts from the butthole? Like vultures do. Well, I mean, if he's gonna, he was like, he did like bio experiments on himself, so I'm assuming that that probably factored in sometimes. Well, no, he did bio experiment on himself. Like he's just an old man in a costume. Oh, okay. I thought wasn't part of his history that like he. No, one of them did. Oh, okay. One of them did. Okay. Yeah. Well, so that guy eats people from the butthole. Yeah, he definitely does. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. You go from the softest spot and go in. <laughs> you know, you do, you're not going to spend all your time trying to crack the skull open. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, can I say that guy eats ass on this podcast? Yes. yes. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that guy eats ass. That's the, that's the only one. That's the only vulture that eats ass. Uh, he's too old. He like he doesn't. You know, he has a lot of taboos against it. You uh, know, unlike us millennials, right. Who who does it on the first date? <laughs> but <laughs> so I think we're pretty much done talking about him. Okay, I do like him. I do I do like him a lot mm-hmm. as as a villain and everything. Yeah, so. he's got the classic tragic backstory and all that stuff. Like that's nice. It's useful. Makes him a little bit more complicated. Yeah. Also, you know, I just I'm just a fan of like you know I can flap my. I can flap my arms and do bird things. Yes, I love that he flies by actually flapping his arms around. That's amazing. <laughs> so, what well, another thing? Another thing, though, which which uh, I think a lot of people weren't, you know, up on until recently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, birds are like in general uh, fake. So yeah, that's true. They, they're made by their government. They're a government conspiracy. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so. So I think it's cool that he's like bringing attention to that because it's just like, hey, this is dumb. I flap my arms and I fly. Why would anyone be able to do that? <laughs> yeah, like it doesn't make sense, like physic physically speaking. 
I know, like, the Marvel Universe doesn't care about physics, but, like, this is what... But, like, that's the only reason that things are able to fly. Like, in real life, things don't fly. That's just... That's, no. that's all fake. <laughs> well, yeah, we have to... You have to build machines yeah. to do that. Yeah, it doesn't... Yeah. It's not a natural thing for an animal to yeah. be able to fly. Like, birds... Birds are nothing but surveillance drones. Right, yeah. So... It's the only logical explanation. Only logical explanation, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I think we're pretty much... Yeah, so we're definitely done now that we, you know spread the truth yeah <laughs> to do the masses or br- <laughs> yeah bird truthers I, I that is legitimately my favorite my favorite like conspiracy theory even if it's completely like completely odd like it's it's complete- like a joke yeah i love how ironic it is um it's such a good conspiracy theory <laughs> because like because like even when people like challenge you on it be like the the prove it Prove that they're not, <laughs> and they can't. They can't. No, they can't because it because it's not real. Exactly. Y- yeah, you have a pet parrot. Like, show me if it can fly. They usually can't fly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I clipped its I clipped its feathers. Well, that makes no sense. If it's able to fly, why would taking one part away? Yeah. Make it not be able to fly. Exactly. If you took away one of my toes, I could still walk. Yeah. Exactly. So. So oh. <laughs> So, so we are actually done now. So okay. let's do plugs. All right, all right. Um, I've got uh, no new projects going on. Just follow me on Twitter and Instagram. My handle is Projotce, P-R-O-J-O-T-C-E. You will see me living my everyday life, um, like just like you. Yes, exactly, just like you. Pooja is a very average person <laughs> who does no interesting things. None at all. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about the cryptids of the world. Um, I also have an Instagram uh, for both the podcast and my uh, cat. If you want to see my cat, you can go to at Marvelous Mooch on Instagram, where you can see pictures of him being real cute. I need to Uh, follow that. Yep. (laughs) It's it's just pictures of him being cute. That's amazing. Uh, I and if you want to look at the pictures of the people we're looking at, you can go to at Alphabet Flight on Instagram and Twitter. Um, if you feel inclined to give me some money, which please do, uh, go to my Patreon, which is in the link of all the uh, of most of the um like social media in the description. Uh, besides that, this has been Alphabet Flight, and may madcap so i went back a couple okay and uh please listen to prince namor and don't toot that horn bye Bye. you're beautiful that's for sure you'll never ever fade you're lovely but it's not for sure I won't ever change And though my love is great